Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les, and let's talk about some of the news that's dropped over the past 48 to 72 hours. We've had a lot of news drop, so let's get through it. The first update is Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, obviously, the Bulldogs have come out now and said that they will not stand in his way if he does go and make an NRL return uh, with another club, and that club being the Brisbane Broncos. And apparently, he's already had a meeting with the Broncos as well uh, for a potential return. Now, the return's not going to be straight away. It's not going to be him joining the club in the preseason. He's got a fight in March, I believe. I don't know who against, but the report said that he had a fight in March. Um, And then after that fight, when he recovers fully after the fight, uh, win or loss, he is going to then join the club in June or July. Um, so not too bad. I mean, you can do a lot worse than getting a Tevita Pangler Jr. in your squad. It makes their forward pack a lot more dangerous. You look at their forward pack right now. They've got Payne Haas, Fletcher Baker, Kobe Hetherington, Xavier Willis, and Brenda Piakura. Um, Jordan Rickey, Paddy Carrigan. It's a pretty insane forward pack already. One of the better ones in the competition. Now you're adding Tavita Pangai Jr. to that list as well. It is going to be absolutely insane. He's a guy that's very versatile in the forwards. I uh, can play in the back row or in the front row, wherever you need him to come into this side. Adding Tavita Pangai Jr. to this to this roster would be insane. It's something that I'm looking forward to if it all goes ahead. But apparently he has had a meeting with the Broncos uh, and he has expressed that he does have the fight in March, but he'll make his return in June or July. So uh, we'll have to wait a little while yet to see if he does come back to the NRL. But I'd love to see Tevita Pangla Jr. back in the NRL. So much ability. Some of the tries that I've seen him score and set up as well uh, have been absolutely insane. His ball skills are great. He can play a bit of a 13 role. It actually makes the Paddy Carrigan's transition into the front row a little bit more, I guess, likely. Now that you've got Tevita Pangai Jr., a forward with really solid ball skills coming into this side potentially in about June or July. So you'd have to wait a little while to transition Paddy Carrigan into the front row. But if the rumors are true and he is going to make that move, uh, I think that Tevita Pangai Jr. would make a great 13 in this side as well. So, um, look, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but very exciting news, and I can't wait to see if we get to see Tevita Pangai Jr. back in the NRL. I think it would be great to see, uh, and I think a lot of Broncos fans would love to see TPJ back in Broncos colours as well. So, Tevita Pangai Jr., potential return. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, the next bit of news is that Jack Bostock has been confirmed as a starter in the Dolphins' side. He'll play on the left wing. And they've also confirmed that Jake Avarillo will play at left centre, which means Herbie Farnworth uh, and Jermaine Asako will be on the right-hand side of the field. Now, if you do remember right, um, obviously we had... Herbie Farnworth on the left-hand side for the Broncos. He'll be moving now to the right-hand side of the park, which will make things a little bit interesting. I can't wait to see how this goes as well. And Jake Avarillo as well was on the right-hand side for the Dogs. So very interesting that they've swapped sides now. Jake Avarillo on the left with Herbie on the right. Um, Who knows? This might be wrong. But when the report came out, the report said that... uh, Bostock had been confirmed at on the left wing with Jake Avarillo at his centre. So that probably means that 
Avarilla will be playing on the left-hand side with Herbie Farnworth on the right. Very interesting move by Wayne. But not arguing with Wayne whatsoever. If Wayne wants to make a move, it's probably for the best. And you think about it this way as well. Jake Avarillo's got great ball skills. He'd be very good as an inside center to uh, a Jack Bostock. And then you go to the other side of the park and you have a combination of Herbie Farnworth and Jermaine Asako on that right-hand side. That would be absolutely insane. So... I think Wayne's also recognized that a lot of teams in the NRL have a stronger left-hand side. He's actually gone ahead and made his right-hand side the strongest, which could prove to be very um, telling over the first few weeks of the competition as well. Um, But I can't wait to see how this move goes, how Herbie goes on the other side of the field. Herbie's just a natural footballer as well, so I imagine he'll kill it. And next to Jermaine Asako, I mean, that combination is going to be one of the better ones in the competition as well. So very interesting to see how this Dolphins side lines up for round one. But the the back line is pretty much confirmed now. Uh, I imagine the hammer would definitely be at fullback. They've confirmed uh, Jake Avarillo to be at left center with Jack Bostock on the left wing. Uh, and then obviously Herbie and Jermaine Asako would then be on the right-hand side. So the back line for the Dolphins, pretty much confirmed. I can't wait to see how this move goes. But, uh, you know, judging off Wayne's moves in the past, it's going to go really well. And I think that it's going to be the best move for the Dolphins after the first few weeks of the competition. I can't wait to see how Herbie goes on the other side of the park and how this Dolphin side travels throughout the year. I've got them as a top eight side. Uh, if you have read into my predictions for them, and if you've listened to the preview, you'd know that I've got them rated very highly, the Dolphins. Now, the last piece of news, the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors pathways, for the first time in their history, they're going to have a Harold Matthews side, uh, a Jersey flag side. They're also going to have an SG ball side um, as well. They're going to have sides all the way through up, up, all the way up the grades, I should say. Uh, it's for the first time in their history, which is so good. I mean, it's about time that this happened. They uh, are now you know, equal with all of the other teams in the competition in the sense that they've got pathways going all the way through from 16 all the way to first grade. So um, really impressive stuff. And as I said, about time that this move had happened. Uh, and it's going to be so good for the Warriors for the future. Really blooding guys from when they are 15, 16 years of age. Really, really solid stuff. Um, and I can't wait to see how the Warriors look over the next few years as well. Obviously, we're entering a new era with the Warriors after Sean Johnson, after Adam Fanua Blake leaves as well. By 2025, we'll be in a new era of the Warriors, obviously post one of their best players of all time, Sean Johnson. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting next few years for the Warriors and they're going to be set up really nicely over the next few years as well now that they've got all the pathways. Congratulations to the Warriors for getting that sorted and I can't wait, as I said, to see how this side looks over the next 10, 15 years now that they've got these pathways in place. It's going to be really interesting Uh, and as I said, about time for the Warriors as well. Really solid stuff. I mean, you look at what the Warriors have done for the game as well uh, over the past few years, particularly in COVID. It's been a really tough few years for the Warriors, only just scraping into finals. Well, not only just scraping into finals, they were in the top four, but only this year or last year, I should say, they finally got into the finals for the first time in a while uh, and obviously playing some really solid football. Um, you know, they go, as I said, it's a new era for the Warriors in terms of the strength of this side, the 
work ethic of this team as well. Um, they definitely deserve this move. They really do deserve it for the work that they've done and for the sacrifices they've made for the competition as well, particularly through those COVID years. So congratulations, as I said, to the Warriors. And I can't wait to see the Warriors over the next few years really um, you know, reap the rewards of those pathways. Well,